0: Hello, welcome to the November edition of the Woodman Worship Podcast. Welcome. You know, there are moments in life that you, you know, you're driving down this road <laughs> and things are going great, but then mm. there are certain there are certain markers on the road of life that you look back on wow. and you're like, I can't believe I got to do that. And so, I today am sitting with two legends of tone in the electric, Christian electric guitar universe, (laughs) none other than Carson Smith and John Gore. John MP3 Gore. That is right. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) (laughs) On a side note, if you are looking to buy a guitar or learn (laughs) to play guitar this Christmas, Carson is selling his Fender Starcaster on Facebook. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Great tone. Great, Great tone, tone starts in the hands and goes into the <laughs> guitar. And this guitar <laughs> will receive your hands well. <laughs> Thank you. We're recording this at 8 in the morning.
1: Maybe <laughs> we should need, do this more often. I need to update
0: often. the Facebook ad. That was We
1: would probably use that for
0: yeah marketing. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, um, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm Steven. This is Carson, our co-host here. And Hi. John Gore, who is our... Music director at the Woodman Heights campus, and uh, also floats a little bit, too, and makes tracks Thanks for, for having the weekends. Yes, great to be here with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. This is great. It's the morning. It's the morning. <clears throat> um, well, here we are, mid-November. Unbelievable. Snow has fallen. It is officially, I don't know, the holidays. I'll yeah. say that. Um, so... Again, we're so grateful that it's cold outside, but you're snuggling up with this podcast wherever you are right now. <laughs> mug of hot cocoa. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, great. Let's talk about this month and services, and we'll even give you a little sneak preview of next month and services, what yeah. we're excited for, what, we look forward, what we're looking forward to. Carson, what are you looking forward to um, in our services over the next few weeks?
2: Um, I'm looking at our, at our service plans right now yes. to remind myself. Um, oh, I'm excited for this next weekend in particular, um, because we are doing another sermon from, uh, filmed from Ark Valley. Mm. Uh, so I actually think that already got recorded, which is pretty awesome, but we're going to be playing that back in services this weekend, along with taking communion. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that weekend in particular. Uh, just to tack on to that, we it's hard to think about the next couple weeks because we've already been planning through the end of the year. Yeah. So December yeah. is like all planned and it's coming to Planning Center soon. That includes Christmas Eve, which is just a little nutty. We've been listening to Christmas music more than maybe... We would prefer to. Did yes. you
1: guys post the songs already?
2: <laughs> Not <Nah>, This week.
1: <laughs> <This one. laughs> wow, yes, we have
2: songs eight weeks up. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to December, and we're, we're trying to kind of uh, focus in on the Advent season and the idea of waiting, and so we're doing some fun, like, different song specials and videos throughout the month um, that I'm really looking forward to. Awesome. Yeah, I will, um,
0: you know, Christmas, December's tricky. Some people like Christmas music a ton. Some people have been listening to it since Halloween. Some people can't stand it. Um, if you have, you know, 30 free minutes and run into one of our worship leaders, Kenneth, on the weekend, just ask him his thoughts on Christmas music. Oh, gosh. Um, and then ask him which is better, Christmas or Easter. and uh, go Man, on that will ad- argue with himself. Go on that <laughs> adventure for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, so yeah, so we... We are trying to be really intentional about December, trying to be really intentional about Advent, what that means, um, knowing that people are coming into our services probably from a lot of commotion and chaos and shopping and family and just busyness, and so how can we help um, focus people's thoughts and attention towards what God might have for them um, in this Advent season, so... Some cool, creative things to help accomplish that. I hope, um, and then of course, Christmas Eve. Uh, shout out to everyone playing December twenty second, twenty third, and twenty fourth. That's monument eight, eight services in three days. Um, Never been done. Yeah, not not <laughs> since I've been here. Um, so that that'll also be a wild adventure. Yeah. Um, awesome, cool. Now to move into the next portion of the segment. <laughs> What are we listening to? Mm. Also, a special shout-out to John Gore, who thought that we bought or created all of these jingles. <laughs> they are just on GarageBand. I'm sorry to disappoint all of you. <laughs> anyway, music that we are listening to. Thanks
1: to GarageBand
0: for being our sponsor. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I will say this. Um you know Hillsong. If you guys I do if you guys follow John Christie had this he has this funny joke about how Hillsong has like bands for every stage of life. So there's like Hillsong Live, Hillsong United, Hillsong Young and Free, Hillsong Early Childhood, Hillsong Embryos <laughs> Like and on and on and on, which is really funny. Um so anyway, uh Young and Free is their youth group band. The youth group band used to be United, and then United got too old and too
2: kind of like experimental, I think, to be the youth group band. Which one has to wonder, <laughs> <laughs> by naming your band, your new youth band, Young and Free, <laughs> what happens when they are not young <laughs> and not free? <laughs> um,
0: I'm, we'll figure that out when we get to it. Anyway, they came out with their third Little album. In Restrained. It yeah. <laughs> uh, just doesn't have quite doesn't the same doesn't roll off the tongue <laughs> in the same way. Yeah. Um, they came out with their third album. It was a studio album, I think, a month or two ago, called Three, appropriately. Uh, and i admit, when it came out, I wasn't, wasn't the biggest fan. You know, when we look at song Young and Free stuff, we're hoping, like, oh, man, this would be awesome to play at, like, high school camp or um, students on Sunday nights. Um, and I was like, eh, this, this stuff's okay. Then they released a live album, and full live concert two weeks ago, and I'm all in It's on very this. good. It made me love it so much more. Um, like, not even just... It's not even just for, like, middle schoolers or high schoolers. It's, like, it's fun.
2: It's just a jam. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so excited about playing some of those songs in um, January and March at
3: the City of
0: music to just get on your radar. I will say this is a bold statement, but I'm willing to make it. The best Worship Christmas album to ever come out is also from Hillsong, The Peace Project that came out last year. And if you want to know what we're playing in December, you should probably just start by listening to that album. It's very good. It's very good. Because it's hard to take these big Christmas hits and make them fresh and fun to play. Uh, in services, so um, yeah, those are my two Peace. Person, what do you listen
2: to right now? Um, I am a big fan of Crowder. Oh, uh, he can get a little weird sometimes with some of his music choices, but I kind of love it. Um, he just came out with an album called "I Know a Ghost," um, and I I feel like maybe half the album he totally hit the mark on the whole like bluegrass like southern rock thing, and half the album he really. Really went a little too too strange, um, but the song the songs strange, that,
1: like how would you describe it?
2: Uh oh man, I I don't know. I think I don't know. It's it's just weird. It's just weird. It's like there's hip hop, there's blues, there's EDM, and there's sometimes worship. it works really well. Yeah. And sometimes it's like someone just kept telling him, "Yeah, that's great" in the studio, and he just kept going. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, Been there. (laughs) The the other half of the album is is very good. And um, just a couple in particular that that I've been listening to. Um, There's a song on there called Ghost that is super eerie and awesome. Uh, There's a song called Crushing Snakes that has uh, Taya Smith on it, actually, from Hillsong, Girl Who Sings Oceans. Um, But the best of all that I would love for us to play a clip of is called Let It Rain, Is There Anybody?, and it has Mandisa. It's like a gospel southern rock song that is, I'm playing it like every day. It's so good. It's so nice. good. Could we play it? It's playing right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: a general statement. I think <clears throat> a lot of the songs that I'm drawn to more recently over like the past year are these um, high energy, powerful, female-led songs. Oh. It sounds maybe maybe that strange, but I think the uh, worship leader dynamic has been changing over the past couple years where you get these really powerful and awesome, not that they haven't been there already, but these female-led <sighs> worship worship albums and worship leaders on a regular basis that are just putting out amazing stuff. So, I mean, to you songs that we do, Every Battle, mm-hmm. um, Alive in You, yeah. like that style. What a beautiful uh, For man. whatever. <laughs> Classic. Uh, great segue. No. Uh, but those just high energy Kickstarter songs um, just seem to yeah. have jumped out at me more recently. That's
0: awesome. Well,
1: I don't have an album or song per
0: se. John, to put you on the spot, since you are a legend of Tone, um,
2: favorite worship riffs to play? Maybe, Yeah, maybe even ones that we're playing right now. Or right now. Ooh. Yikes. While you think about that, the reason we call him John MP3 Gore (laughs) is because John Gore plays things on the electric guitar that should not be played on the electric guitar. (laughs) And it sounds exactly like the track. My favorite moment is... We were playing Oceans
0: one week. Like a year and a half ago. A year and a half ago. <laughs> and we didn't have a keys player. And there's a little part before the bridge. It's like a synthy part, but it kinda sounds like waves coming in. Yeah. It's and like I, a heard, super and I weird. heard it in my ears, and I was like, Wait a minute, we're not like <laughs> we're not running out of track or like we don't have a keys player. And I turn around and he's just doing an electric guitar. <laughs>
2: I was on you. And Beard. I've never
0: been the same. I remember we just
2: looked at each other in shock <laughs> of what was happening.
1: I had never done it before that moment, so I shocked myself. Wow. Wow! So. That's even more impressive. <laughs> I don't know if I have a favorite riff. Really? Uh, here's the really hard thing. Because you, we play these things so much. Like, I don't like any of them. T- t- well, no. <laughs> I, I like a lot of them, but there's nothing that really jumps out at me. I wouldn't say that we've had to do anything really complex where I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, after learning that. I'm a better guitar e- e- player. Right, e- exactly. <laughs> where you're like, man, that is currently my favorite because that took a lot, a lot of work. Yeah. But it takes you a lot of work for some of these things. That's okay. Yeah, That's not what I'm saying. But, like, I, I don't know if I have a current a current favorite. favorite. I mean, I do like the, uh, It's I guess it is going back to, like, Every battle and uh, who you say I am, the yeah. six to eight feel songs yeah. that we've been playing, yeah. they just have a lot of great guitar parts in them. Every battle's mm-hmm. a really simple. Yep. That's overall, a, that's
2: fun to play though.
1: Um, guitar part, but like great rhythm, great ambient sounds, and then every or um, I you am you who you say I am, am.
3: yeah,
1: yeah, is like you're moving nonstop, mm-hmm. and there's different sections that you have to learn for that entire mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. So may, maybe those would be my my current favorites. Nice, awesome. Great. Speaking of learning the song, what a great segue
0: into our next segment of the podcast entitled How to Prepare for a Weekend.
1: <laughs> Roll
2: the jingle.
0: <laughs>
1: Here's Johnny.
0: Anyway, with, uh, with having Mr. Gore on the podcast today, um, who is... Uh, notorious for preparing well for the weekends and is one of our music directors, so he helps kind of coach um, people in bands on the weekends and communicates during the week with them. Um, we thought it'd be a good idea to just kind of have a conversation on how, how we prepare for the weekends, and hopefully um, this might be helpful to you. You might learn something new, some tips, some tricks um, that help you get ready for the weekends as well. So let's kick it off from the top. Uh, You see you're on the weekend, you see the songs are in, the keys are set. What's the first thing that you're doing
1: to get ready? For me, um, even before that, I'm listening. Just like, okay, I'll look through. Okay, December songs haven't been posted yet, but I know through the end of November, I can look through the sets that I'm playing or that other people are playing and just be aware of the music that's happening. Um Because we try and plan for for a large church, I feel like we do a good job of planning out as far as we best can um, so you have at least um, the two main tools to accomplish, like I would say seventy percent of your your practice, and that 's your ears. Just start listening um, anybody that 's currently on the team <clears throat> is on the team because we know that they can listen and prep for the weekend. And a majority of that, I would say, is just the listening piece. So I don't know if that's... uh, I I know that's probably oversimplified, but just start listening to the songs, even if you've listened to them before. One of the things that I do, even though I've heard these songs, I'd venture to say probably two to three times more than even other staff, because I'm prepping tracks on a weekend basis, so I'm listening through stuff and doing edits. Um, I, I think that is just what I've gotten the habit to, uh, of is, is listening to the same songs that I've listened to time and time again and just seeing if there's anything new that I can pull out of or just to refresh my memory so that it saves me when it comes time to actually put my hands on a guitar and practice for the weekend.
0: Yeah, that's good. I think like, if you already come into learning the songs, knowing the map, knowing the dynamics, that's like half the battle like, to free you up then to just
3: yep.
1: learn the part. Because we're, we're really not changing that going. much yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah. If, if anything, we're cutting a chorus or a bridge. So total maps are hardly ever changing unless it's a very stripped-down weekend um, where some of the arrangements would change to lend themselves a little bit more to an acoustic-style um, yeah. moment. Yeah,
0: that's good. And we can... Um easily get you... I had a Spotify playlist going that used to be on our website that somehow got deleted, but it'll go back up. Um, or if you just want to email one of us, I have a Spotify list of all the songs currently in our rotation, plus maybe even a couple new ones we're trying to introduce. So that's a good, easy way to just be listening throughout the week
2: in the car. And then, too, if you don't... I'm a big proponent of the Planning Center app. It's like very well laid out. There's a media player right in there. So like, if I'm coming up on a weekend... Like, let's say I'm, I'm like, playing electric for, like, a student's thing. I'll, like, pull up the, the playlist right there in the Planning Center app, and my first step will just be I'll drive around in the car. I'll put it on while I'm in the car. And I'll be kind of making notes in my head of, like, oh, that's a part I definitely need to, like, when I have a guitar in my hand, that's the one I need to mm-hmm. sit down and pick out. And I think it can probably be easy to just go to YouTube and, like, okay, here we go. I'm just going to find the tutorial and go. But I really think that first step of, like, listen to the song, sit down with it, and just make notes of like what, what is the part that I need to
1: work on. Did you know in that app you can just swipe left to deactivate a bunch of the yeah. tracks that you don't want to listen to? Oh. That way if you're just listening for electric or just listening for keys and you don't want to listen through 25 different songs, you yeah. can narrow it down to four or five like of the parts that you want to listen to in each song. Um, so that's been a handy feature for me, at least. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's good. Speaking of just the listening to your individual tracks on Planning Center, Carson has been a pioneer of the rehearsal mix, <clears throat> which um, comes directly from the artist's recorded tracks and then just isolates the parts. Um, if there are any of you who are not currently using
2: that Resource Carson, tell them why they should be using that resource. You're making it harder on yourself. <laughs> um, kind of, I think the goal over the the past like year and a half was really to figure out how to better resource ministry partners. And one of the first things that we kind of implemented was this rehearsal mix thing. So that's like the 25 tracks that you see on Planning Center, kind of split up by each instrument. And um, kind of the funny thing about them is like a lot of the time, if you see like Oh, there's four keys tracks, or there's four electric tracks. Most of the time, that means like there's a 15 second part in one of those tracks where they like faded in one note and then faded it back out.
1: Or it's completely ambient guitar, just something that you're not actually going
2: to do. Totally, but there, I think there, like there are a lot of songs um, where it can just kind of be hard to pick stuff out. Especially like if the whole band is going and all the instruments are in and going full force, for you to try to pick out that piano part can be a little tough. So the hope was like rehearsal mix. It takes that exact piano track. It keeps the rest of the track just lower volume in the background, but then you're able to kind of pick stuff out um, to prepare. And on top of that, it's great in planning center, but. Um, we made a little tutorial video. If you're not using it on rehearsalmix.com, that's even more helpful because it has like a little um, kind of what is it? It has the waveforms of each track, so yeah. you're able to kind of skip around, especially for I think like electric players, keys players, you're able to see where there's actually something happening in that one EG4 track. Um,
1: it yeah. is pretty awesome. Yeah.
2: And not,
0: I mean, not even just electric and keys, I think anyone. Vocalists, there's harmonies. Um, I know some drummers use it as drummers well. Use it. Yeah. Bass, bass. It's got the click in there.
2: Yeah, So you
1: can make sure you're staying on time. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's most helpful to use that tool because it keeps everybody moving in the same direction. Um, yeah. Versus, it, let's take somebody who just listened to the MP3. They may be able to learn, like pick out some parts, but like these are really isolated. You can hear every detail if you want. If you're really OCD like myself, and you want to be able to pull something off that you wouldn't have been able to hear in the actual fully produced track. Um, It saves a lot of time, honestly. I think of um, specifically a rhythm section. um, It means the bass player is going to be playing to the groove that the drum player in the recording actually did. Whereas if you come in with two different parts and the drummer's playing it differently and the bass player... Learn the MP3, and then you're not syncing up right away, it can feel a little bit weird in rehearsal, especially with how fast things move for us. This is where it's kind of like we've given this as a great reference. Um, a lot of places don't provide that, um, but because of our prep time and our rehearsal time being limited and tight, we just want people to have the resources necessary to be able to do that. So I think it was a really great decision for you guys to to move to that rehearsal mix especially
2: like you get we know that everyone has a busy schedule so we just want to make it easier for you to prep on the front end agreed
0: yeah okay that's good um and then i think of course we would be missing out if we didn't talk a little bit about like there's the practical side of preparing during the week and then there's also like the spiritual side of preparing during the week in that um, even if you're not the one singing the songs and out front, if you're in the back line, uh, there's still something to be said for yourself, res- wrestling, I think, with like the lyrical content, theological content of the songs and and thinking through how that plays out in your life and, and the things that we're singing about. And I think in times that, that I've done that and I've been playing bass or, or electric or something, um I think to still, I've still been able to lead well from the back, even not singing, just because I know I know what the song means to me. I know what the song means to people around me or people out you're there. You're not just playing the part. Right. Yeah. Potentially, yeah. So I, I think as you're listening in the car or you know, on a playlist or whatever, like you're listening for parts, but you're also listening to what is the song saying and what could the song be saying to me. Um, so, yeah, that's also important, I believe. Cool. Well, that's all we got. Give the benediction. Nah, I'm all right. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> cool. That is it for November um, podcast scheduling. Has gone out. Sets are coming out
2: this week, probably. Right. December. Start listening yeah. to Christmas music. May- maybe we should say real quick. Yeah. If you're not scheduled in December. Oh yes, this is good. Don't worry. You're still on the team. Um for the month of December we are along with kind of the advent thing and the again that like idea of waiting starting the first week in December it's just going to be acoustic and then each week we're adding an instrument to the to the band setup. So like like I think like for us at Monument I think Electric Players are being scheduled just 22 23 and Christmas Eve. Um so most of the month is acoustic. So enjoy if you're not, it. Enjoy the enjoy time. I don't think it, anyone's
0: complaining. I,
2: yeah. We, we thought that maybe you guys would appreciate that as well, but just know you're still on the team. Yeah. We'll get January scheduling out and get you, you back You might on. have to re-audition. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. It's <laughs> <laughs> not true at all. Don't listen to it. It's you not true. Email john.gore. <laughs> You're at doing Wisconsin. so well, John. You
0: did you had 23 minutes it was of so great nice content. I'm sorry. And then you throw a wrench in it right there. Anyway, that's it. Thank you all. Have a great November. Have a great holiday. Have a, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Enjoy it. We We're love grateful you. For you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.